Hello and Happy New Year! Welcome back. Uh, we've had a two-week break over Christmas, and uh, I hope you're all, you've all been looking forward to the return of the Go Play That podcast. Put your feet up, unless you're driving. Don't put your feet up if you're driving. <laughs> put them back down onto the appropriate pedals if you're driving. Otherwise, relax. I'm here with Bob Marati. Hello, Happy New Year. And Rob Cook. Hello, Elbeka. Hello. Thanks for introducing me, because <laughs> I forgot to introduce myself. <laughs> we are going to talk about some games, because we had a break, and that's usually a good opportunity to get at least one game in, right? Right. Yep. Mm. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. The confidence was reasonable there. <laughs> um, I know for a fact there is one game in particular that we all have in common, that we played uh, some this break. Some is an understatement. Yeah. Do we want to jump into that game straight away and see where we go? Do it. Yeah, let's do it. All three of us, uh, without any prior planning, have been playing a whole bunch of Yakuza 5. Indeed. So. Am much. I right, Rob? Yeah, I've played four hours, which is okay. 0.06% of the game or something, according to my completion stats. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> that, means you're, that means you're playing it correctly. I think I have been playing for uh, 18 hours, or maybe it's 22 hours, and I have a progression of 6.8%. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yes. Um, I've got about 10 hours in, and I haven't checked the progression, um, so I don't know where that percentage sits yeah. at. Um, but having played the previous four numerical games... Um, to a pretty high completion. I think I completed Yakuza 4 to 100%. Wow. wow. Yeah. Um, 1, 2, and 3 I have not. Mm. Um, but all of those games, at, at no point did I feel that it was dragging on. So I am very pleased that this game at least sounds like it's going to go on for a good while. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my time my, my time with the start of the game has been amazing like better than i remember the the previous one so i played most of three all of four all of uh dead souls which was their spin-off zombies game oh yeah, yeah. which miraculously made its way out of japan um yeah i, st I still <laughs> cannot understand why but i yeah. i welcome it you know yeah, of all the Yakuza games for them to actually bother translating, that was the one that didn't need to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, or rather, I would have preferred for Ishin or one of the feudal-based yeah. games. Yeah, I've got a copy of Ishin here, but I'd I'd have to sit there with a, a full-on translation going because it's impenetrable without it. Um, yeah. But no, I was going to say that my first few hours, I've not done anything twice. Everything has um, mm. everything has been introduced like fresh, and um, I was worried that that was gonna sort of feel like a full-on game-long tutorial. That that's how I ended up feeling about uh, GTA 4. Um, after about 25 hours of GTA 4, I felt like now I'm actually free with the game, and I've learned everything. 
whereas this I doesn't feel like it's teaching me the basics it's just showing me loads of different new experiences I'm also like dropping into the arcade or trying out different dishes in <laughs> restaurants and stuff and talking to the the food critic and uh taking taxi uh jobs and yeah just four hours of solid just distinct little experiences that are, are really good fun so I, I want to talk about the taxi jobs <laughs> let's yeah let's <laughs> talk um, about the taxi job because we're, we're not going to go into story spoiler territory no, that's not, not, not likewise i think there's lots to say about the game without even mentioning the story at all yeah um but the game does start with you playing as the 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 main protagonist from all the previous games, Kiryu. Mm-hmm. And he is now a taxi driver. Because at the end of Yakuza 4, he goes into hiding. Um, if, if you hadn't played Yakuza 4 by now, you were never going to. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, tough shit. Um, now, I binged on the, the taxi uh, missions. I, I had no idea, in fact, that um, this was a completely new gameplay mechanic for this game, where you actually do drive a car. Um, I wouldn't say that it's realistic in any way, but it definitely plays like a Sega game would, if that makes any sense. Well, 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 Crazy Taxi is also a Sega game. It is. So... I wasn't going the Crazy Taxi route, but it definitely has its own style to the way it handles. Yeah. And that isn't, that isn't a slight against it. I'm just saying it's not realistic, but it is designed in a way that's fun. Let's call it Not-So-Crazy not so Taxi. Yeah, Sensible Taxi. <laughs> yeah, this um, is one, one of the things that, that actually impressed me a lot about the, the taxi missions is that everything is actually... Um, very detailed you have to be like turning off the indicators whenever you're switching or turning around or otherwise you will get you will lose respect points from your client and uh, sometimes your client will strike a conversation with you and you will have to pay attention to what he's saying because it gives you a multiple choice answer and if you say something that it's completely irrelevant that you're not listening to him he will get mad at you it's i found that super interesting and and at some point drove me completely insane because um, I don't know about you, but um, the time limit that you have on these taxi missions, I find that super frustrating. Yeah, it, it can it can get really stressful yeah. because because um, you're forced to stop over on the traffic lights and traffic lights are like twenty seconds of not moving. If you actually accelerate it too sudden, it will you will lose points. If you uh, skip the light, you will lose points, and if you miss the deadline, you will lose a lot more points. So what you do? I found on some of the missions, it's it's like a balancing act <laughs> yeah. because if if they say no matter what, get me there on time, um, and you feel that you're not gonna make it if you stop at the red light, I skip the red light. Yeah. I had to and do usually that, yeah. the bonus you get at the end for being quick uh, makes up for any of the points for skipping the red light. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, I try to do it perfectly. But I'm one of these weird people that when they play Grand Theft Auto, I stop at the red light. <laughs> <laughs> You're that one. I'm, I'm that guy. I just like to watch the traffic AI. You yeah, know, I can appreciate that. Exactly. I just like to know that the game has been programmed f- to make me believe that I'm in a living world. Follow someone home. Yeah. And and although Yakuza does it on a much smaller scale, because the budget compared to GTA is is 
the, the difference is insane. Um, in all of the Yakuza games, I feel like I am in a living world. And I feel like this is a, a breathing city where people matter and the things I do change the world around me. Um, and they've actually applied that very well with the driving as well. I think, you know, the traffic is quite light. Um, but at the same time, I, I feel like I am a taxi driver and I have a place in the ecosystem of that city. Yeah. Yeah, it feels even more out of place to try and run people down than it did in, like, L.A. Noir or something. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. That's actually a really good example. And, and you feel terrible when you do it as well. It's, a, it's, it's, it's an awful animation where you slam the brakes and everyone screams. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first and only Yakuza game that features driving, is it? It is, Okay. yeah, definitely. I was yeah. wondering if this was, like, new territory for the studio or if it was done before, but it does... Whoops. We've lost we've, we've Bob. Where no, you no, gone? no. I'm I'm here. It's just I think I think we lost we lost Rob. Did we? He's trying oh, to no. he's trying to connect back. I was I was saying um I was asking if this was the first Yakuza game that featured driving and you said yes. And I, I was wondering myself we can actually just pace from here. I was wondering yeah. myself if this was like new territory for the studio or if this was done before, but it seems to be a first and it seems to be uh, carefully designed and carefully prepared, which is hats off to the studio, actually. Really nice. Yeah, other than a couple of story beats, if you had never played a Yakuza game before, you would wonder what the fuck is going on. Actually, yeah. Like, <laughs> why am I a taxi driver? <laughs> I gotta say... And, and... This is... and, and other than like the occasional thug that tries to have a fight with you, the game is just taxi driving at the beginning. <laughs> this is something that really bothered me about Yakuza 5, you know, because on every other title, you have these main menu options called Reminisce, and that will show you yes. the, the cutscenes and the story from all previous titles. But Yakuza 5 yes. is the first one to miss this completely for the previous games. Yeah, I actually looked for it because even though I've played them, I always like to play their little FMV edit of all the previous games. Yeah, mm. and I can only assume it's just got too long now. Yeah, the story is such an important part. I mean, it's not only that you would understand what's going on with all the Yakuza gangs and everything around, it's just that you will know the characters and it, it will actually mean a lot more to you mm. if you know the characters. It is, this is definitely a game that was done exclusively, well, not exclusively, but mainly for people who already played the previous ones, it is definitely not a newcomer-friendly game in terms of the story. Mm. I I think it's a good one to jump on. Yes, gameplay-wise uh, it is. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's conflict. a really good topic. And and Rob, I guess... Wait, what was the first one you jumped in on, Rob? Was it 4? 3. And I didn't really three. get on with 3. By... Same as me. 3 wasn't very good. Absolutely loved 4. So... Yeah, I was going to say, story-wise, 4 is a good one to jump in on. Agreed. Because you can watch that FMV at the beginning mm. that that keeps you that updates you on the story. I think 4 is a solid game. Yes. Um, but I think that 5 is the first Yakuza where I'd actually openly recommend it to people that wouldn't usually be interested in reasonably obscure imports. Because there are 
simple design changes, such as you can see the submissions on the mini map oh, now. Oh man, that is. <laughs> but that is such a such a much much needed change that it had it had to be there. I mean. Yeah, and 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 for, for the sake of those that haven't played a Yakuza game before, um, you would literally be thrust into a a corner of either a place in Tokyo or Osaka or wherever that particular game is set in. And you would have no real direction as to where to go, who to talk to, when, why, nothing. The only clue that so, you would have is usually, you can find this person by the end of Tenkaichi Street. Exactly. Like, there, there okay, be a you, line of dialogue. You look it up. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes the dialogue won't be repeated. There's no note of it. Um, the only thing that the game really nudges you towards is the main story. Mm. So you can finish the game, but missing out on the side missions is to miss out on what is great about these games. Indeed. This game is all about the sub-stories, I think. I critical path for, for the most part, I, th I think I, I did. Um, but I want to spend more time with 5, definitely. I think the reason I sped through, well, not sped through, but just did a normal playthrough of 4 is because... I was worried that I was going to lose steam like I did with three, but actually never felt the urge to to, to put it down. I I felt engrossed mm. for the entire thing, and and so far I'm loving five an equal amount. Well, it'd be difficult to go back to four now because, as you said, uh, you're never really doing the same thing twice yeah. in five, whereas in four, a lot of the side missions are repeating the base gameplay, which is go somewhere, beat okay. someone up. Whereas, um, other than like some of the gambling stuff that you can do, um, so you can play Mahjong in the gambling parlors and that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, whereas in Five, you can act as a uh, noodle chef. Um, <laughs> I love that. That was great. I love yeah. That. And, um, you know, there's a photography mini game. Um, there's the, uh, the garbage hunt. Mm -hmm. Um, there's... I, I, and I'm 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 realizing I'm probably less than five percent, maybe even less than three percent through the game. Yeah. And these are all completely different gameplay mechanics that someone's had to code. Yeah. Specifically. Um, and even so maybe I, specifically for that character out of the five playable characters. In the five playable cities. Yes. <laughs> how oh, about man. and how about uh, playing Taiko Drum Master or Virtual Fighter Two, like original ports of the game itself. Uh, you're you're starting to touch on the topic I really want to talk about, and I and I'm tingling to bring it up. But yeah, I did play Virtua Fighter <laughs> for a couple of credits, mm. um, played and also Drum Master. Taito Drum Master, yeah, yeah. yeah, which I'm disappointingly bad at. <laughs> well, it's just how it is. I mean, it it looks easy, but the truth is, you suck, I suck, and everyone sucks at Taiko at the first time. Yeah, I mean, maybe I would be better off with an actual peripheral because I'm pretty sure I've played a similar game. In London, and it was a Namco game, so I think it was, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I was very disappointed at how bad I was at that. <laughs> Have they, do you know if they've taken any content out for this Western release? I believe not. Um, so, good good shout, actually. For Yakuza 3, um, I actually played in Japanese um, with a printed guide. Wow. Um, because it looked like they were never going to release that game in the West. And when I'd invested as much time as I had in one and two, I wanted to play three. Yeah. Um, a year, maybe two years after I finished the game, they did release the game in the West, 
um, due to popular demand. And they stripped out a lot of content as part of the localization mm. um, because they thought the Western audience wouldn't appreciate some of the... Um, the arcade machines. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of a word for it, but yeah, Japanese-ness, basically. Mahjong was removed. Um, the ability to go to hostess bars was removed, um, which was actually a large gameplay mechanic in that game, was chatting up hostesses. Um, they thought it was weird to Western taste and removed it completely. Um, anything to do with gambling was gone. There was a pub quiz or something you could attend. Gone. So, uh, although people were thankful the game was released, there was also a backlash over that. So, for I know Sega made a big point, we didn't touch this. Mm. Some of this is going to be impenetrable, but it's an optional side mission. So, go for it if you want, leave it if you don't want. Mm. Um, and that's the case with five so far, as far as I can see, because there are mahjong parlors and. The thing I wanted to talk about, Panchinko Machines. Oh my god, yeah. Yes. I, 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 I spent hours. I spent hours Why? playing Pachinko. Why? How? Pachinko. Please explain. I, I, I really tried. I tried understanding how to play Pachinko. I cannot understand how to play it. So what we'll do is, I, I, I won't explain it here. No, yeah. but I mean... <laughs> Let's set up a play date and I'll explain Panchinko to you. Okay. But if you are basically just watching ball bearings fall from the top of the screen to the bottom, you were ninety percent there. That's it. I mean, okay, maybe I do. Sort of, yes. Maybe I do understand it, and I just don't feel appealed by it, you know. But I know. I mean, I I purchase a credit, and I, and that game gets me like two thousand balls, right? Uh -huh. Okay, so I start like flipping them, and I, and they start like falling down and stuff, and then stuff is happening on the screen. Like, mm -hmm. I choose stuff, I navigate through a couple of menus. Of course, those aren't localized at all. Though That is completely in Japanese, which is... Yeah, they're in Japanese still. <laughs> which is fine. I mean, I, I understand that why bother translating pachinko machines? It just <laughs> makes perfect sense. But it's like, okay, so I'm doing this. Something is happening. Okay, am I not getting something? I read through the manual of the Pachinko machine because there, there is some there is some sort of manual for you to understand. Like, okay, this is what happens when you do this. This is what happens uh, if you get this, then you will enter this mode, and and st stuff will happen. And it's like, yeah, okay, but I I I don't know what's happening. I mean, is the ball supposed to fall at some place in particular for this to happen? Or yes, it is. Yeah, there are several. There are a few points at the bottom, and once a certain amount of balls go in. Uh, it rotates the the fruit machine in the middle. Ah, uh, okay. And if you match up three in a row, just like Western fruit machines, depending on what you matched up, an event will occur, and it plays out as an FMV in the middle of the screen. <laughs> um, but yes, it's chance. But it's it's, um, it's extremely difficult to, to see when there's like two thousand balls coming out at the same time. It's just which one of them is actually going down? Which one of them is it's, falling where to trigger what? It's the thrill of when something happens, Bob. It's a total clusterfuck. That's what it is. It's when you're staring at those balls and then suddenly the, a, a song plays that you've not heard before and the video kicks into life. I, I there's actually a point because I played the Virtua Fighter Panjinko machine. Yeah, same I did. Yes. Yeah, and you actually have to interact. But you have to press buttons to win a fight. 
Oh, <laughs> see, I, I never actually reached that part, you know? It, it blew my mind. I got um, to the part where I choose a fighter and I keep seeing scenes and I see them like talking or something. And yeah, after there's, that... there's some, there are some multiple choice dialogue sequences, uh-huh. which are great because they're not localized. <laughs> okay. All right. So maybe I just told him, yeah, I want to go home and then game over. Pretty much, yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty did, yeah. chose the quit. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll one hint for you and the listeners before we close down the Panchenko discussion. Um, don't bother playing unless it's a lucky day. Okay. You will know if it's a lucky day or not because you'll get a text message telling you, "Hey, today's your lucky day." Oh, so that's, that's what it, it was about. Yeah, I was like, exactly. "Oh, good spam." No, if if you play uh, Panchinko or any of the other Risk games like Mahjong, etc., you have a higher chance of things going in your favor. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell I've you also what. had a text message. Sorry, go on. I'm, I'm currently on Act 2, so it's like a completely new game, and I'm going to play Pachinko Machines on this new city just to see if they are the same and if, <laughs> and if it works the same way for me. <laughs> Um, you can also have unlucky days, so watch out for those as well. Yeah, well, I think people pick fights on uh, with you more often in those days. <laughs> They're welcome to try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't reached Act Two yet. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk about it at all. I mean, okay. whenever you reach it, you tell me because I really want to talk about it, but I can't because mm. I'm afraid I would spoil something for you, and I don't want to. Right. So. I mean, and I, I'm, I, I try to maximize my time in these games as well. So do not, I mean, when do I... not, do not really stress yourself. Okay, I'm on Act Two. Oh, I won't. Because I've been having sessions of playing Yakuza Five up to eight hours. Yeah. So yeah, that's that was my holidays. That was my Christmas holidays. Beating up people <laughs> as... in 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 uh, where, where is it? Hokkaido. Uh, the first act is, I think, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, no, I cannot no. remember exactly which which city was, but yeah, it was. Cash. I can't remember. Fukuoka. Yeah, that was. Yeah, Fukuoka. Fukuoka. Yeah. Oh, and Tiger is in jail in Hokkaido. That's where he is. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got Oof. them all mixed up. So, yeah. Right. Um, and there's a hint that we're going to maybe encounter Haruka from the orphanage at some point. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. All of this is very exciting to me. Yeah, I, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about this, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for those that are invested in the story, um, if you think of how many hours uh, someone has played on these games, even if you've only played one or two of them before Yakuza 5, that's a lot of hours. Yeah. That's a lot of investment in these characters. So if you if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking these these three guys are just completely bananas, <laughs> do yourself a favor, get Yakuza Four on the PS3 and play it through. Five. Oh four. Do you four, mean four? Four. First get four. Okay. <laughs> First get yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would it. back that up. You will understand yes. then why we're so excited about five. Yeah. There's also and I, I regret not having researched it before the podcast, but I think it's quite easy to Google. There is someone that has edited together um, the cutscenes from the previous games. If you want the real long-form versions of the catch-up, but I think even those are like twenty hours per game or something. 
So that would be the quickest way to actually witness the whole games. <laughs> Just the um, story. I, I don't actually suggest playing through them. And also the first game um, has horrible voice acting for the Western release. Was it localized in English? It was it was localized in English. And do you know who the voice actor is for Kiryu? No. Rob, do you know this? No. Troy Baker. Nolan North. Mark. Mark Hamill. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I actually have a boxed version of Yakuza 1, which which actually boasts that it is voiced by Mark Hamill. Now I have to play it. Yeah. It actually, you know, as, as a, like it's a selling point. Um, but people completely rejected the fact that these are very culture-based games. Hmm. You know, these are these are windows into Japanese culture, and I actually find it fascinating that these games are actually made for Japanese people, because if I was someone that lived in these locations and I visited a few of these locations, um, it's just like playing your everyday life <laughs> with some fights. <laughs> you both have been there, right? I mean, you've both yeah. been to Japan. Yeah, and having been and then playing this like this is the first yakuza game since being there it's i just have a great time walking around and looking at things and going oh, i've seen that i've tried that <laughs> i didn't ever go in there let's try it i have to go I, to japan now yeah you gotta i visited the district of okinawa that is in yakuza three mm-hmm. and i've been to akihabara which is featured in one and two as well as I think Akihabara actually makes it in all of them. Yeah. We think, yeah. Um, and because of that, I actually was able to navigate Akihabara um, <laughs> without a map. So it's actually most. accurate representation of the city. I was able to find the the train stops and the Sega Worlds and Trader. Um, Trader. I was able to find most of the cafes without having to reference something through instinct because the the recreations of these cities are that accurate um they are they are, they are fictionalized in that i don't think they use the place names specifically but rob is down again where they where they were allowed to they actually use the brand names of the shops and the accuracy of of, of the cafes and the diners and the bars uh, is so close that the menus of the drinks and the food you can order is accurate. Nice. I really have to uh, visit one of these days. Well, not one of these days, but life milestone. I have to go to to Japan. Yeah, you got to. And I really want to go again as well. I think Earl does too. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, and um, I actually... Um, one of, this is so sad. I want to go to Okinawa... Um, specifically to visit the, uh, the the place that's in Yakuza 4. The orphanage? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah where the orphanage is. The fields. Yeah, but Okinawa is meant to be amazing anyway, so it's not going to it's not gonna be like just fly across the world, just look at a video game location. But Okinawa is not that international, is it? It's just an island of, you know, um, let's say... Very Japanese people who don't really uh, are are not really very international for. Yes, that's right. So, yeah. Also, it's in Karate Kid too. So, <laughs> well, there you go. 
There you go. And Kill Bill exactly. as well. <laughs> That's right. It is in Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, anyway, Okinawa is on the to-do list. So yeah, that, that's that's a little um, reveal as to how passionate I am about these games. I actually get on planes to look at locations from the series. <laughs> oh man, this is getting mm. out of hand. And we're being treated to Yakuza 6 uh, in the West. Are we? Is it, is it reveal? Is it actually official? Yeah, that was confirmed for the West. Um, and Three years to go. And Zero as well, right? Is that right, Rob? Yeah, I think so. And Zero's out. Is Six released in Japan? Yeah, it was released Ooh. in Japan not so long ago. Yeah, Yakuza 6 is out, but Zero is the one that looks like it might be a close to global release. Yeah. Isn't Zero Ooh, already put, out in Japan? Putting my neck on the line I think, here. No, I think, you, I think Zero's out. I'm not sure. Though. I think I've got Zero and Six the wrong way around. Zero's the one that's already out. And Yakuza 6. <laughs> I'm just going to search very quickly in yeah, okay. Japan. 6 is the one that looks like it might be out everywhere. Close to the same time. So Ryuka Gotoku 6 is apparently released on the 21st of January this year. So Oh, we have no chance then. That's No, wait, that's Kiwami. So is that is that 0? Yuru, no, zero six, 0 Kiwami. And Ryuga Gotaku Zero is out already. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, six is coming out this month. Zero is out on PS3, I think. Is it also yeah. on PS4? Isn't it? Zero is definitely out on PS4 oh, as okay. well, but I think it's uh, it's on both. Oh my God, Kiryu looks so young in this photo. On this photo. <laughs> oh boy. Oh my God. So I generally avoid anything about them it's just i i searched the amazon and the the cover was there i'm now looking at the cover for the first time as well <laughs> oh man yeah it's like dojima and kiryu at the age of like 20 something i guess something oh. like that when am i going to fit in time to play yakuza ishin because i've got a perfect setup here i've got a second screen a second tv that I could put a PDF on or even like a video guide. But when? Not in, I, not in February. I, I want to witness it. I, I want to watch you play through Yakuza Ishin. Okay, well, I guess we can... I could do PS4 oh, stream. I can hold the guide <laughs> to my face. You could read... I can read out. I can read out. I can yeah. give you a spoiler-free experience. There you go. I want to go to I can just translate now. what's going <laughs> I can even give voice acting in English. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Mark Hamill or go. I can do my best Mark Hamill impression. I'm going to do Mark Hamill as the Joker doing Kiryu. <laughs> you knew, can you imagine? Don't mesh in my head very well. No. <laughs> so, Bob. Yes. Are we going to talk about anything else other than Yakuza today? Yeah, yeah. I suggest maybe we should talk about anything else because if we if we keep talking about Yakuza, we could go on for like four hours. And I'm also really nervous about the fact you've played Beyond Me, and I just don't want to know anything anymore. No, no, I'm not gonna talk yeah. about anything else about yeah, yeah. anymore. Yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk about the Steam sales. It just they just finished yesterday, was it, or two days yeah. ago? No, yesterday. Yesterday. Mm -hmm. So Steam sales finished yesterday. What did you guys get? Rob, you go first. Okay. So, well, firstly, I'll talk about my Christmas break because it was I was constantly looking at the sale looking at people's game of the year lists and thinking 
what I don't have yet. Um, but managed to play a combination of Mount Your Friends and Drawful on Christmas Day with uh, people that I'm loosely related to who don't speak much English. So <laughs> it was wow. very good fun uh, seeing people try and understand what all the different uh, what they needed to draw in Drawful and uh, also, you know, Mount Your Friends, you know, transcend, <laughs> transcends, yeah, swinging ex- exactly, that's exactly it, that went down a treat, um, no, but I managed <laughs> managed to work out what I wanted and I got uh, Tales from the Borderlands, um, oh, really nice one, so that's just a Telltale version, like a Borderlands story, uh, yeah, and I, I don't like Borderlands, but I've been told to play it anyway. One of my yeah. favorite Telltale games. Mm. Yeah, and I've not seen anything of it, but uh, looking forward to going through that after I finish with uh, Life is Strange, mm-hmm. um, which I picked up for super cheap on an Xbox One sale. Um, nice. I also got Galaxy, which mm-hmm. is a twin-stick shooter roguelike from 17-bit who did Skulls of the Shogun. Ah, and is that the one where like you're affected by gravity, so you always have to use thrust to keep yeah. up the screen? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you have. Uh, I got Rebel Galaxy, another Galaxy mm. game. Um, it's kind of like Firefly the game, if ever there were to be something like that. It would get cancelled. <laughs> well, it's too glad, soon. It's good they didn't uh, try and tie it then. Um. um yeah, I actually, when I first heard about this, thought it would be a multiplayer game because it's about controlling multiple people on a crew, right? Not from what I've got through so far. It's It seems to be a loop of take missions. It's It's got a story, but you're taking missions and then you're upgrading your ship to eventually get better ships. Oh, okay, it's like elite, I guess. Yeah, except that there's no uh, Y-axis. Mm-hmm. Sorry, oh. z-axis. What would it be? You can't. Um, you can't. You can straight. You can fly forward and to the side. Okay. So, right. I see. Um, so it's 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 um, it's a linear path. Well, you're on a ish. single plane, but you can fly anywhere in space, and you can go into warp like up to warp speed and 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 fly great distances quickly. Uh, it's also got a really cool mechanic where. Um, different situations have a different soundtrack, and the game comes with its own soundtrack, which is very much like a, you know, like Western style, like guitars, uh, like from from Firefly. Pretty Firefly-ish, yes. Exactly, but you can drop in your own custom soundtrack into each of the folders. So let's say you start uh, engaging with an enemy, you play Barbie Girl. And and it <laughs> seamlessly, you know, transitions to that song, and that's your fight music. Uh, when you go oh, into the bar, it's got its own music. When you go outside and you're exploring or going up to high speed, so that's that's pretty cool. I'm not sure if I'm gonna uh, put on my own soundtrack. Maybe I'll look for a resource online where someone's come up with a, a good combination. Yeah, I think um, I'm. I like to play games in vanilla. Yeah. But I, I appreciate that they've gone to the effort to put yeah. something like that in there. I, I um, played a lot of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4 back in the day and put on my Xbox the Red Hot Chili Peppers, by the way, 
album. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And Good album. so I cannot separate those two things from each other. <laughs> which is a strange pairing. Um the other game I picked up at the same time was Soma, which I've put aside and, and want to get to when I've cleared out my current playlist. Uh and that's basically the best Bioshock game from the sounds of it. Soma. I'll take it. Mm. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to fight you on that. And then on the, on the last day, I picked up uh, Downwell, which is another roguelike, but it's super simple. I picked it on P- up on PC because I think I want the better controls, but a lot of people play it on mobile. Oh, okay. Um, and then Door Kickers, which is a couple of years old, but it's basically... Have you, either of you guys played... Like, yeah, it's like a, a SWAT game, you know, like yeah. SWAT 4. It's like a, I was very close to picking that up. Yeah. Well, mm. you can use my library, I guess. And I will be using Tom's library because he was very kind enough to pick up the beginner's guide. <laughs> so that saved me a few uh, few bucks. I'll be playing that. Right. <laughs> nice. Mm. Uh, so, El, what did you get? Um, very briefly, because uh, Rebel Galaxy reminded me of it. Um, everyone should look up Infinite Space by Platinum Games on the DS. Oh, yeah. That was a fan fantastic space based game and everything you said reminded me of that for some reason. Um anyway, Infinite Space, go look it up. I bought the ten cheapest games on my wish list and I don't know what any of them were. <laughs> um but at least my wish list is smaller. <laughs> so yeah, I guess. Um but there were two targeted purchases I made. Um I bought Elite Dangerous. Um, I think for 15 euros or something yeah, crazy. Yeah, like 15, 16. 13, yeah, 13 or something like oh, that. It was mental. It was mental. Um, and I didn't buy Horizons, which is like 60 euros still. I just bought the the, the base game. Um, and I played the tutorial missions on that. That looks very cool. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to playing that a bit more with, with VR when that's commercially available. You should get a track IR. Well, so... I know the game works with Track IR, but one of the experiences that um, I, I can't remember which podcast I was listening to, um, they were explaining that when you're in the cockpit and you're playing the game in VR mm. and you, you fly past a ship, let's say a ship flies above you to get from behind you, you can literally tilt your head up to look at it in your cockpit and then around behind you to get a bearing of what they're going to do next. And this is a gameplay advantage to do so. Mm. And I'm playing the game now, and I found the best setup was, uh, thank you, Bob, for the recommendation, a 360 controller. Yep. Use the right analog stick to move your head in the default controls. And doing so is very slow, very cumbersome. It doesn't reset back to default position. It feels like this game was made for VR. Which is a good thing, Straight up. Sure, nothing wrong mm. with that. Very, very playable and so far very enjoyable without it. But my god, I really want to play it when I have uh, a setup at home. Yeah, I can't wait either. Um, yeah, I'm not going to put the game to one side and wait for VR. I think it's very playable now. Um, but I definitely think that VR will enrich that experience. Whereas some other games, I think the VR is more of a, a gimmick. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. And Blood Bowl 2. Nice. Um, I have a, a colleague who is 
um, obsessed with Blood Bowl. Um, he actually recently bought the um, original Blood Bowl um, table set for 200 euros. Wow. Um, and um, he kind of got me into it and showed me himself playing the game online because he's in an online league. Um, he invited me to um, play the game against him. So he was teaching me the game. And once I understood the mechanics properly, I started to appreciate it. And I'm uh, I'm really enjoying Blood Bowl now. And I think the the PC version now, after a few fixes, because apparently at launch it wasn't great, um, is is very good. And it was 25 euros in the sale, I think, um, which has now ended. So maybe wait for that to come around again. Nice. Sounds a lot like Robin. It is Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Call it. And uh, Bob, what did you buy? I I bought a few things, mostly gifts for people, but I'm gonna highlight a few of my purchases. Uh, one, the one that I am most excited about playing is Aviary Attorney, which is basically Ace Attorney with birds. Imagine <laughs> Hatterful Boyfriend made Ace Attorney. <laughs> That's exactly the two games that I thought of. <laughs> Except not. I mean, it's not actually a Hatoful boyfriend because it's not only birds. It's pretty much all animals. And all the characters are uh, puns with their names, you know. For example, the, the right. protagonist is called J.J. Falcon, and he's a falcon. The assistant is called Sparrow Son, and he's a sparrow. So the, the first uh, client that you defend is called Lady Cataline, and she's a cat. So... Brilliant. Yeah, all of those are puns. The humor is there. The the artwork is stunning because it's it's black and white line drawing. It's kind of right? black and white, but it 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 looks like it's completely drawn on parchment. Everything, mm. which is really interesting approach. And apparently, it's set up on the nineteenth century France. So right. it's definitely a different approach. You don't have this technology that you have on the Ace Attorney games. You have no uh, computers or scanners or fingerprint readers. So it's an old school investigation, hmm. which is definitely going to be... Uh, I, I'm interested to see how it goes. I haven't reached the first trial yet, but I cannot wait to do so. That's cool because I think the Ace Attorney series went too far into a science fiction direction. Mm. Then I think... I think you must play this game, Earl. I mean, you're mm. a big fan of the Ace Attorney games. I'm pretty sure that you Huge. love this game. Even if you have not played it, if you haven't like heard much about it, I know for a fact that you will enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, the, the art style was what caught my eye because it did appear in um, my Steam feed. Whatever that thing is that's, that you have to click through. Yeah, the recommendations list, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually do that now every day. Mm. And I think... I, I find one game in 30 clicks, which I guess means it's working. Um, but yeah, I, I, did, I did see it and I did add it to my wish list. So it's going to get picked up next time the price drops, I think. Nice. So the two other highlights that I'm going to bring up, I have not played them yet. Uh, first one is Euro Truck Simulator 2. Because yeah. <laughs> you, you bought yeah, it. I ended up buying it because everyone is like, "Oh my god, this is such a good game! You have to play it. You have to try it." And I okay, was well, like, I, that was not a quote from no, me. No, 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 it I was not you. I mean, it it's not only you guys who told me about it. It's like people on my mm. workplace told me, "Man, this game! You have to try it." It's, I've been hooked at it for days. Euro Truck Simulator 2, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> but I mean, 
so many people are saying that that the game must have something and I want to find out. So I decided, okay, it's just like 3.5 bucks. I will give it a try. Why not? Oh, great price. So yeah, really good price. And uh, the other one is a game that I have not heard about at all until then. It was the same thing. It was just appearing on my on my Steam recommendations feed or something. It's called Press X Not to Die. Oh yeah. And I know nothing about it. And okay. And it kind of intrigued me because it looked like some sort of over the top sea movie uh, Dragon Slayer parody, so to speak. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I might even stream it like the whole playthrough because I'm I'm not guessing that it's not a very long game anyway. And it's really I haven't played well. it, so I couldn't comment. So we d- I decided, okay, let's maybe it's podcast material. Maybe it's actually something that will make me, make me chuckle or not. Reviews are good, even though it's an early access. So why not? I'll give it a try. If you Google press X not to die, mm-hmm. you can see that the reviews on Steam are, I think, very positive, uh-huh. um, which comes up as the top result. Yep. The second result is worst fucking game ever made. <laughs> All the more so reasons to divisive. try it. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, I want to have now so, yeah. my own impression about it, and I I really want to see what the fuss is about. But even even if I end up hating it, it's I I paid more for beers. So <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. That's that's actually my entry point. Is if it's less than a beer and it got my attention, I I have to get it. So yeah. That's um, my highlights, and let's see. Did I also buy anything else that is not? Um, oh yeah, Jackbox Party Pack Two. Mm. Oh, good purchase. Yeah, I bought that too, but I haven't played all of the games yet. Right. So far, the ones that I have played are quite fun, but I would wait until I played all of them to give a full report, as in, if it, is it better or worse or just as good as the first one. It, from from the looks of it, it seems like it requires even more than the first one to be playing with people that are in on the experience rather than th- thrusting it upon people that don't know what's coming. Because mm-hmm. the games seem quite a bit more complex than from the the first pack. Yeah, you, you couldn't jump into it, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is one recommendation I can give. If you played the first pack and you liked Fibbage, this has more Fibbage. Fibbage too, yeah. Because um, unfortunately with Fibbage, you will run out of questions and uh, that game is dead. Once you've seen every question, you can't play it Mm -hmm. again. Same with You Don't Know Jack. If you've seen all the questions, it's unplayable from that point onwards. So as you get more Fibbage, uh, it's worth the price, in my opinion. Because I like Fibbage a Fibbage lot. is definitely my favorite game of the first pack. So the yeah, fact that is, there's more Fibbage on the second was already a deal maker for me. So, mm-hmm. But even so, I mean, I really wanted to see what, what, what else the pack had. One thing that I noticed is that the Jackbox Party Pack 2 is a lot more stream friendly. So it's actually giving you, from the get-go, the chance of hosting games, even if you're not in the same room, through Twitch. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it adjusts the delay. It gives like a full full time, and phone should show all the answers and the questions, so people can actually see what's happening. Maybe not live, maybe with a twenty second delay, but still be able to participate and enjoy. 
Yeah, I noticed um, that quite a few people were attempting to stream the first pack, and uh, I think they realised they missed out uh, on an opportunity there and and fixed it for uh, the second pack. In fact, some of our games are actually encouraged to be streamed, like Quiplash. Quiplash? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, um, that you can tweet out the code for people to join your game and that kind of yep. stuff. So. Yep, yep. So, yeah, looking to try that. Let's see if I can actually gather a good bunch of people here and maybe I, see what it's about. And I would definitely like to try that. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of their games, so I would like to see if uh, a stream is at all possible. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what I bought on the Steam sales this year. All right. Well, maybe some of those games will pop up in a future podcast as as recommendations. Maybe so. Um, for for this week, though, are we saying people should probably buy Yakuza Five? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, they need to break or, out their PS3s, though. Yes, they. That's a good point. You do need to break out your PS3. Bonus points if you buy Yakuza Four as well <laughs> and play that first. <laughs> Um, it is available digitally, Yakuza 4. Actually, at some point, I think it was February last year, it was free on PlayStation Plus, so maybe you it already was. own it and you don't know. It was. If you already own it and you haven't played it and you have a PS3, instantly castrate yourself. <laughs> or play Yakuza we 4. We won't tell. Play Yakuza 4. Do that one. Do the last one. Because <laughs> castrating yourself is not cool. Nope. All right. I think we're going to leave it there, gentlemen. Yeah, let's call it the wrap just so I can play more Yakuza 5. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do this again next week. Next week, more and better. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah.